Are you struggling with fear, depression, or anxiety? Are you in search of meaning and purpose? Would you like help navigating your current life circumstances? Tarot can help. Tarot is a powerful tool for healing, introspection, and spiritual awakening. The Esoteric Toolkit is a synthesis of ancient wisdom and modern science. It consists of tarot, numerology, astrology, and the hermetic principles in conjunction with the modern science of consciousness. The revelation and application of this knowledge gives you the tools you need to help master your life, organize your mind, and overcome depression, fear, and anxiety. Learn to manifest your dreams and come into alignment with your highest self and the universe. Book your private one-on-one -on -one tarot reading today. Click the link in the description or go to www.theorderofchaosmagic.com. You can also find monthly tarot packages, a private Discord community featuring shadow work, and Mercury Retrograde support groups, and much more by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash theorderofchaos. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, uh, I'm fucking pissed. Okay, <clears throat> welcome back to the Order of Chaos podcast. Uh, I am mad as hell, and uh, we are here with a longtime friend of the show, Black Witch Dyra, to discuss this mess with EA Coetting and the murder in London. So yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, before we get started... As always, if you would like to book a private tarot reading with me, you can do so at www.theorderofchaosmagic.com. Links will be in the description. I'm not even going to go on with the whole spiel this time. I just want to get right into this video. Uh, Dyra, how are you? I'm well, thank you. A little bit under the weather. Um, I'm fueled on Aid at the moment. It's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm a bit under the weather, but um, I have... I have the energy to to speak on this tonight. Well, good. I'm I'm glad that you have the energy, and I hope you start feeling better really soon. Um, but this this happened in your hometown, so I thought you were the right person to talk to about this. Um, and and also because you and I are both left hand path occultists, and this bullshit, this person is has done so much damage to of the uh, occult and esoteric field. Um, and, and we as a community now, I feel have a tremendous amount of damage control and, and undoing and, uh, and deprogramming perhaps to do. And it's fuck, man, I'm, I'm just blown away by the whole thing, but, um, because it happened in your hometown, why don't you, um, tell us a little bit about the, the situation we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, I found about, I found out about this a few weeks ago. Um, a friend sent it to me. Uh, ironically a friend that I have 
in California actually made me aware of it. He was like, look, this happened like pretty close to you, right? I was like, yeah, it's actually like 20 miles away from where I grew up. Um, so a little bit of background for those who don't know, some there was a a murder, well, a couple of murders. Uh someone called Daniel Hussein, who was influenced by uh Become a Living God's content, EO Quetting's content. Um, I've written some some notes because I've been well down a rabbit hole today and I wanted to make sure that I could cover everything that I found. Um, so I've listened to several news reports today. Um, this happened in Blackheath, South East London, like I said, not far from where I grew up. And it was influenced by uh, a lot of Coetting's writings, which openly discuss and encourage murder, explaining how to kill with a knife in ritual sacrifice. Uh, Daniel Hussein made a pact with Lucifuge Rafael um, for wealth and to win the lottery. Um, he signed it in blood and he made a promise to sacrifice six women every six months uh, as his side of the pact. And um, yeah, he killed two women and he's been sentenced to 35 years. Not long enough, <clears throat> in my opinion, but that's just me. Um, so here we go. This is what we got to talk about. Okay. These murders were committed by a teenager who was radicalized by the teachings of EA Coetting. So. Let's get into this. This dude who I was vaguely aware of before this week, um, I had like seen him on YouTube and I remember clicking on one of his videos quite a long time ago and immediately thinking this is the cringiest shit I have ever seen. I want nothing to do with this. Clicked off and went about my business and I, I never heard anything about him up until now, but he's tremendously successful um, as most fake gurus are, you know, he's tricked people out of tremendous amounts of money, um, promising them bullshit. Like the, the, the very idea that you will become a living God, if that doesn't set off enough red flags for you, <laughs> you know, um, now don't get me wrong, you know, within occultism, there, there is the idea of ascent and becoming the master of your own reality. And these are practices that, that I encourage and think are great. Even the idea of self-deification as presented in the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey, something that resonates with me. But the idea that, <laughs> that this guy is pushing, that he has mastered the dark arts and will you know, teach you to, to do all these incredible things and, and be a, a living God that can change whatever you want with a wave of a hand, like, come on. Mm come on like how could how could anybody buy into that kind of bullshit it it drives me insane um you know i'm not going to spend any of my money reading his books that'll never happen but i i spent the last two days like you going through his youtube shit what's still available because he's been banned from all social media now thank god um you know going through clips of his writings and this dude has openly advocated for murder for you know, um, drinking human blood from the unwilling, just horrible, nasty shit. And what, what it seems to be to me is that this person is in no way, shape or form an occultist. This is a person who is delusional and has packaged and sold his delusion to others successfully. And it is 
the worst kind of spiritual narcissism and the worst kind of, of, you know, I'm not one to ever attack unverified personal gnosis because essentially all magic comes from what was originally unverified personal gnosis. But this dude's shit is just like, it has nothing to do with real magic. It has nothing to do with any occultism that I've ever encountered. It's just made up bullshit. And, and that's coming from a chaos magician. And we kind of embrace made up bullshit. But this is <laughs> this is like way beyond, um, you know, anything useful. This is just garbage nonsense. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, when you said about, you know, becoming a living God and how he sells this delusion he does it in a very clever way he makes extraordinary claims of some kind of special or hidden knowledge which he doesn't really have he it's like you find with a lot of fake gurus who seem to have this secret or this message they never really tell you what it is but they just ramble all of this bullshit riddles at you and you're trying to sort of make sense of it and it's like what did I actually pay for in this because I'll admit um when I was very new on the left-hand path I found some of become a living god's content and I did purchase a course I didn't get very far into it because I soon realized that I had been scammed um it was literally just EO questing, like walking through the woods, talking in riddles as if he was like on drugs or something. Like it didn't make any sense to me at all. And I thought like, how the fuck is this guy so successful? Like, is this what people are really paying for? You know, is this the content he's selling? But he does it in such a way that you really genuinely believe that you are going to learn secrets of godlike power like the intro to one of his videos specifically says you're about to learn secrets that most people will never know about godlike power and that is what draws people in these are this is what's called entrepreneur formula it's when it's a set of psychologically proven sales tactics to sell scams to people who are desperate or disadvantaged so he will come up with this bullshit backstory which he has two bullshit backstories so his first backstory is that he was instructed the dark arts by his adoptive parents who were satanic cult members. And then he has a second narrative where it's he had parents from the LFS church. So Mormons, basically. Um, that one, I think, I think, is probably true. Yeah. That yeah, seems verifiable that he grew up in Utah um, and his yeah. parents were a member of the LDS church. Um, the other backstory about the, you know, so he presents this crazy backstory <clears throat> about his adoptive parents being members of a satanic cult, but then mm -hmm. later in the same book says that he founded that cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah. Um, you just sort of like a lot of his stuff as well is kind of like fictionalized. It's kind of like he, writes these sort of almost like fan fictions about himself where he makes himself out to be this kind of like prophet or you know just some of the stuff he comes out with he's like I've you know traveled back into past lives and millions of incarnations where I was a god and all this 
bullshit, you know. Um, just making himself out to be this ultimate guru. Um, yeah, so I uh, managed to find some leaked content today um, of, it was a video of EA Coetting, it wasn't public, it was um, some kind of private video exchanged into uh, probably a group of uh, initiates under Become a Living God, people he was, you know, probably training or whatever. And he said, not a single black magician, not a single person in the world can do what I can do. <laughs> so I think that says it all about delusion. He literally thinks that he is the most superior being on this earth. And then this is... Those are his words. Yeah, th- this is a theme you can find with almost every cult leader with almost every Mm -hmm. dangerous narcissistic cult leader, the ones who have been caught and the ones who haven't Uh, next month in January, I'll have uh, Sarah Landry on the show. Who's a Mm -hmm. survivor of the Nithyananda cult, which is a cult that is still going strong today. And this dude makes EA Coetting look relatively harmless aside from the fucking double murder that we're talking about. This dude scams people out of millions and millions of dollars uh, preaching a, a fake sort of Hinduism it's it's an affront to real hinduism he claims to be a reincarnation of all these gods just like david wilcock who claims to be a reincarnation of of edgar case all of these narcissistic cult leaders they all think that the fucking world revolves around them literally okay now for those of us on the left-hand path, we do embrace a sort of idea that we are the center of our own universe, but these people think they're the center of your universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the distinction that you've got to make. And it's so important because I did find scattered throughout his ramblings, some ideas that I embrace as a left-hand path occultist, but he's twisted them into this insane narcissistic, you know, package the delusion that he wants to sell to you mm-hmm. um, you know and this is why i am so adamantly against guru culture no matter even if you find a guru that's like the the squeakiest cleanest you know guru out there i'm against this kind of culture because i think that what spirituality is for me and, and what has helped me and what i think helps other people but i think it's just what i think is that having your own personal relationship to spirit is what it's all about. It's not about buying someone else's shit. It's, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not about deifying some other living human being. It's just about developing your relationship to the universe in a way that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Like, don't get me wrong. Mentoring can be helpful, but it is so dangerous to, these types of people are so dangerous and I've fallen, I've fallen victim to people who claim to be, thankfully these people were only dangerous on a sort of psychological level and couldn't do further damage. But I have idolized people to the extent where they are almost godlike and they can do no wrong in my eyes. And I believe that they are the answer. And that is because when you are in a vulnerable place and you are damaged and you are disadvantaged and you are desperately looking for an answer, you will latch onto this person because you genuinely believe that they can, you know, fix you. And 
fix everything that is wrong with your life and fix your pain. And that is clearly what this, I mean, I don't want to take accountability away from this Daniel Hussein person because I've looked into whether he had mental health issues. Um, as far as what I could tell, he only had autism, which isn't a justification for committing double murder. Um, a lot of people have autism and do not commit double murders. I myself, I'm on the spectrum and I am not a um, homicidal maniac and I'm also on the left-hand path and don't commit a human sacrifice. So, um, you know, that is not a justification. So I, while I don't want to take accountability away from him, I also think that he must have been in a position in his life where he felt he needed he needed something and that EO coetting was the genuine answer. Otherwise, why would he, why would he go to these lengths? Yeah. I think that there are two very important, I mean, obviously more than two, but I'm going to talk about two very important states of consciousness that occur when you have any sort of spiritual awakening. Okay. Well, first I'll talk about the spiritual awakening. When you have a spiritual awakening and you, because this totally happened to me, totally happened to me. And this is after I had been studying occultism for most of my life. I had a powerful spiritual awakening experience in 2018. And immediately I went seeking teachers because that's what you do when you have this experience, like, holy shit, all of this is undeniably real it's real. Like there, there is a spirit realm and it is communicating with me and I can communicate with it. You want to figure it out. You want to figure out how, how you work with this. And then the very first thing you will encounter are gurus and cult mm -hmm. leaders who want to tell you that they've got all the answers and that oh, my way is the only way, right? I treat, they treat their personal gnosis as objective truth. And, you know, a lot of times that can be, rather harmless eh. I, I see a lot of problems with the um, new age love and light movements as well there's a mm -hmm. tremendous tremendous amount of narcissism wrapped up in those practices too um but you know i was really lucky in that i just didn't i just didn't fall for it i i'm just too intensely individualistic of a person to ever fall for guru culture but i definitely wanted answers and i understand the feeling of wanting to find somebody who has the answers and be like, whoa, this guy, this is the guy. It gives you yeah. a sense of like, I, I'm figuring it out. I'm walking the path. I'm, I'm learning. It's, it's really, really great, but you really got to be objective about, about what you're looking at and what you're, what you're taking in. And I was really lucky to come across um, Libra Null and Chaos Magic, even though, don't get me wrong, Libra Null is a great book. I don't agree with everything in it. You, you have to make up your own mind about shit. Peter Carroll, for example, thinks that astrology is bullshit. I personally love astrology. I think astrology is very real and it resonates with me. And that's a practice that I'm into. He's not. That's fine. You don't have to agree with 100% of everything the person who you're learning from says or the book that you're learning from. Um, but anyways, I know that feeling of wanting to connect with a teacher and how mm. powerful and strong it can be. But it, it, you should never put your autonomy, your decision-making or your, the entirety of your belief structure in someone else's hands, just never, ever, ever. And then the second thing I want to talk about is the way that this guy targets the exact same demographic 
as the alt-right extremist groups and Nazis. They're all looking for the same thing. They're looking for young disenfranchised men who feel like the world has slighted them somehow and that they deserve, you know, this, like, like these fucking incels who have, who have committed murder because they feel like the, the world just doesn't give them what they want. He's targeting these exact same people and saying, you can become a living God. You can ascend to blah, 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 and, and have unlimited <laughs> power. You know, he's, he's, this motherfucker is out there LARPing as Lord Voldemort and people are falling for it. I'm so mad. I, I, <laughs> I'm just so angry that this is even happening, that we have to talk about it. It's crazy, honestly. Um, I always felt like there was something off about EA Questing and this organization, um, especially after I did um, purchase some of his content when I was very new to the left-hand path, but I just left it at that. So it's just like, whatever, I don't vibe with it. It's probably just got a different way of practicing. It's whatever. Um, and I'm not one to get involved in drama. I'm not one to slander, but this is not drama. This is dangerous. And this is not slander either. He no, said these things. Not. No, yeah. it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing we are talking about is anything new or anything you can't find on the internet. It is, you know, I found this stuff so quickly i didn't have to dig that deep for any of the of the um information that i found today um it's all there um it's you know it's nothing that no one hasn't already said but um like he was saying about the demographic if we look at his so he has like um eight books online it's like um eight I can't remember what it's called eight books of magic or something and if we look at book two and book three specifically so book two works of darkness uh the magical structure is actually identical to that of a right-winged cult temple of blood whose parent cult is the order of nine angles oh don't even get me started on those motherfuckers they're they're just a nazi occultist group they're, so they're, he's basically yeah. put put this magical structure in his book from the, that was from the Order of Nine Angles. Um, this book also reference, re, uh, references the same seven stages of initiation that the Order of Nine Angles use. Um, there are sections on drinking blood. It encourages the kill or injure to consume blood and that human blood is the most potent. It says about setting up a temple for human sacrifice and saying that human sacrifice is essential for godhood. And I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that in particular before I move on to book three. Um, Only that, so I encountered the 09A when I was probably 25-ish. Because, you know, and this is no secret. I've talked about this many times in the show. In fact, I interviewed a magister of the Church of Satan. I was a Satanist. And in my heart, still very much am a, a Levian Satanist in a lot of ways. Again, I, there are parts of his book that I don't resonate, and I, uh, I understand the importance of ego. And again, like these are these are just extremes, right? In the love and light community, we have the extreme of ego is the devil, ego is bad. You have to kill your ego. Of course, that's impossible and untrue. Your ego is a very important part of you that you need to master and and work with and transform into something positive, and not let rule you. 
And then there's the other end of the spe- spectrum where we have like these occultists who who are so into their own egos that they're encouraging. And this is what I find one of the many things I find to be so reprehensible about E.A. Kewering's work is that he is encouraging narcissism, encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, um, inflating your own ego to the point of being a dangerous person. Uh, not only that, but he's he's advocating for, like you said, human sacrifice. Okay, now back to what I was saying. Sorry, I know I'm going off on rants here, people, but I'm mad about this shit, okay? I encountered the O9A looking for other satanic organizations aside from Levin. and I wanted to branch out because I knew that I wasn't really an atheist. I'm not an atheist. I'm very much connected to spirit. Um, every, I think everybody kind of knows that about me now. So I wanted to branch out and I looked for other satanic groups. And the first thing I encountered was the O9A, um, which the order of nine angles, which is just a Nazi group that like they brag about murdering people. They, they brag about their leader being responsible for deaths. And, and frankly, this is just me speculating, but I'll bet you that the Become a Living God community in the end ends up celebrating what's happened here. I'll bet you they, they don't take any responsibility. I'll bet you they act like they'll, they'll find some way to spin it like, oh, this is a good thing somehow. That's how fucking sick this person and his cult are. Yeah. Um, I mean, the BBC News, which is our main news broadcaster over here, they tried to contact... E.O. Coetting to um, see if he wanted to say anything about this double murder that took place in London. He did not get back to them. You know, here's the thing. So far as we know, E.A. Coetting is not a murderer in the classic sense. Okay. He's not been convicted of murder. He does mm-hmm. brag in his books about using magic to kill people, which I think is utter bullshit because I think that his magic is utter bullshit. So I doubt that very much, but he does advocate in his books for his followers to commit murder and human sacrifice. Um, so, you know, unfortunately he's not guilty of murder. He's just an irresponsible piece of shit human being that is responsible for radicalizing a teenager who did commit murder. Um, Yeah. You know, and, and again, I, I'm all about personal responsibility. I think I don't, I don't ever think that a person is responsible for another person's actions. EA Kuetting is responsible for his own actions, advocating for this shit, which Mm -hmm. to me is, I mean, if committing the act is, is as bad as it gets, advocating for the act is the next thing down the list in terms of mm-hmm. like reprehensible human behavior. Um, and I actually earlier today watched an interview with him This posted about three weeks ago. And it's a podcast where he's talking to some of his disciples and they're just denying, denying, denying. They actually said that everyone at the BBC is a criminal and they're out to get him and, and all this. Just come on come on it's it's unbelievable you know occultism can be beautiful occultism the left-hand path is beautiful to me Mm. is a beautiful thing that has helped me become a better person all right now the entire reason that this channel and my my presence on the internet and in the occult community exists is because i want to help people become more mentally stable This guy is advocating for you to become less mentally stable, to lean in to all the worst things about yourself and tells you it's going to, you're going to achieve some sort of godhood through it. It is such unbelievable bullshit. I just, I just can't, I can't believe it. You know, and that, that's why I contacted you yesterday and said, Hey, we got to do a podcast about this right fucking now. 
because I I can't sit on it. You know, I know that this happened. uh, The murder was what, two months ago now, right? Um, Two or three months ago, but I just found out about it. I just found out about the existence of this guy and spent 24 hours like digging straight into everything he says. And it's just unbelievably dangerous, narcissistic ass hattery. And, And I'm so upset because he's, he has, like most gurus do, they try to rebrand whatever um, practice they're into, right? Like Nithyananda tried to rebrand uh, Hinduism to form his cult. Well, E.A. Kuetting tried to rebrand the left-hand path. And what what is one of the things, here's just another one. I keep saying the, one of the things because there's a million. But something he's done is he's tried to, to, to celebrate everything that, that we as real occultists try to say no that's not what we're about you know and that's and that shit will radicalize people like david wilcock and his bullshit that that will go on and tell you that the the world is run by satanic reptilian aliens (laughs) you know no wonder they think that when they get on youtube and suck fucking uh type in left hand path and you get shit like this yeah no wonder that they, they think that crap about us no wonder they think that we're all like intentionally evil people. In fact, even on his website, he he takes that same stance saying the left-hand path isn't evil. It's it's not about this and that. But then in his books, advocates for truly evil shit. Yeah. I literally wrote something down about this earlier on. Like they mentioned in this BBC News report, they said all of the information that we have mentioned in this report accounts for such a small minority of what luciferianism and satanism is about which i'm really glad that they it was uh, some sort of uh, university professor that said that in this report which i'm really glad that they included um you know he was saying how these paths are non-violent um but it's the extreme it's the extremism that is always you know what what makes the media and I was just thinking, like, can we really blame people for shitting on us when this is what they're seeing? Like, on this news report, they showed photos of things that they found in Daniel Hussein's room, and I saw sigils of demons that I work with and that I've grown very fond of and that I've built relationships with, and it's just... It's hurtful to see those sigils portrayed in this way to which they are seen as evil and they're basically kind of slandering the the entities that I work with and know you know I've known their I've known their love and it's hurtful because this is what this is what this content has has done to us and done to who we work with and what we're about. This argument about what the left-hand path is versus what the right-hand path is, it, you know, it, there's no answer. There's no real, true, definitive answer. There, It's vague, but mostly it's what deities we choose to work with, philosophy, and the types of magic we choose to engage in, right? But it Mm. isn't a a particular moral path because you can be a piece of shit on any spiritual path. 
Mm. You could be absolute piece of human garbage on any spiritual path. And there are examples from every spiritual path of an Mm. absolute piece of garbage, you know, trying to represent that path. And, you know, unfortunately people don't think about this a whole lot when it comes to religion, they see a, or spirituality, they see a, a, what they perceive to be a representative of that path and say, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And, you know, that's nonsense. It's absolute garbage fucking nonsense because I don't personally, and this is just a a choice that I make. I don't practice any type of baneful magic. It's not because I don't think people deserve it. It's that I don't have time for one thing. Um, And the way I look at it is every minute I spend focused on someone else's downfall is time I could be spent focused on my own success. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but the the magic that that seems to be what what E.A. Quetting is advocating for more and more and more, and he just keeps adding and adding to it in his books, is that it's all about becoming uh, this totally unempathetic psychopath. I mean, he talks about using magic to kill indiscriminately as mm-hmm. as a necessary ascent to godhood. In fact, he brags in one of his books, he brags about supposedly you know, uh, I don't know if it's killing or harming through magic, a woman who had accused him of abuse. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He, um, where did I write this down earlier? I've literally written so many notes because it's just insane. It's- oh yeah, here it is. So, um, you know, he's talking about cursing an ex that slandered him and a woman who accused him of abuse. And I just think, well, that says it all, doesn't it, about the type of person that you are. You're trying to essentially silence people that are telling the truth about you. Um, and this is this is actually in book three, Baneful Magic, which is more. Oh, it's it's literally fucking crazy. Um, it's try the whole kind of process of this book is turning someone into a sociopath he is talking about getting rid of your empathy so that you are capable of performing human sacrifice without remorse um he's basically trying to turn you into a sociopath um i actually had a screenshot that i saved from earlier i don't know if you want me to send it to you later for the sake of the video um i just want to read a little excerpt of this the black magician revels in powers of death, which he has summoned, as well as the actual demise of his victim, singing and dancing as his sinister goal is achieved. A slight twinge of remorse may enter him at first, and the darkness that surrounds him after the ritual and lingers for days may initially disturb him, but he quickly finds comfort in hell. This is not to say that he takes the ritual of destruction and the powers of darkness lightly. It is rare that he will reenact the ritual anytime soon but he knows that in killing as the gods kill he is challenging their sovereign power and that he that he is climbing olympus dragging the embers of the underworld behind him as he goes oh my god oh my god okay you see what i mean when i say this motherfucker is larping as lord voldemort like that's what's going on here that was a bunch of bullshit and it was phrased so so poetically. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just say that. Just say that you're a sociopath. Like, yeah. I mean, this this is the line of thinking of a deeply deeply disturbed person. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. This is not a, an occultist who has studied and learned. And because let me tell you, 
let me tell all of you, anybody who's interested in what I do or what Dyra does, one of the things that you gain through the study of occultism is a deep sense of inner peace. You, that's what you get out of this. You don't become this rage monster. That's not the fucking goal. The goal isn't to feel more anger and despair and hatred towards the world. The, the, the goal is to eliminate those feelings and, and to finally like connect with spirit in a way that helps you purge that shit and feel better about life. That's what I've gotten out of it. That's what everybody I know who's deep into occultism has gotten out of it. This other shit is fake. It's, it's a LARP. It's, he just, I, I guarantee you, he does not know jack shit about any kind of real magic. It's, it's fucking crazy. And the thing about this whole turning off your empathy thing, even, you know, there are people that aren't, that don't have the tendency to become sociopathic or have this, they don't have this antisocial personality type. And those people are at risk of traumatizing themselves very heavily through this content. Yes. Um, you know, even if you you don't end up hurting other people, it can really hurt yourself through this, the ramblings of a fucking lunatic, basically. Yeah. If, the, if your goal, if you subscribe, even if you never go through with any of the things he has written about. And clearly, I mean, many, many, many people have bought his books and not gone out and killed people. Mm. Right? But, but I'll bet you they have damaged themselves. This whole, you know, you are, you are killing people because you are superior to them and you are God and you are killing like the gods. It's so appealing to vulnerable, traumatized people that feel you know, that have perhaps been abused and feel like they've been owed something. Like you said, it's this demographic of young white men who the the far right are looking to recruit as well. It's the same demographic. Yeah. It is. And, it, and it's even, it's, it's especially insidious because there's no, nothing that I found to be overtly racist about Coetting's work, mm. but he then yeah. is tied to the temple of blood, which is tied to the O9A, which is a Nazi organization. So they're filtering people through these outer orders to their inner order. Right. And getting probably financing the whole operation through, through this, these kinds of bullshit scams. Um, and so it casts a wider net. Right. It, it, it doesn't just appeal to racists. It will certainly appeal to like that same alt-right vulnerable demographic, disenfranchised young men and not just men. I mean, this guy has female victims, too. The many, 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 many. Um, but it's, it's the it's the angry at the world personality yeah. that he's mm -hmm. targeting. And, and he's saying, don't. Don't try to ease your suffering, lean into it, get angrier at the world. I'm going to teach you how to kill people using magic. And then, so Thank now you you're, you're, yeah. And he's, he's giving them, I mean, he's, oh God, it's so bad because just like you said, he's encouraging mental illness while also simultaneously selling a, a violent delusion and telling people that this is real that this is objective truth, that he is a living God. He believes himself to be a living God. Just, uh, just come on. <laughs>
and and that you can be a living god too through magical murder okay so the the level of escapism in this delusion and in this practice and in this community i mean i can't imagine that the people are are living any kind of good life while they're immersed in this because it is it is definitely a, a type of thinking that you can't you you can't be going down that rabbit hole and remain grounded yeah you know there's no way it's going to send you right off the deep end yeah i uh even i'm questioning my own fucking sanity today after like looking through this content and i've only sort of like hit the tip of the iceberg really um the temple of blood stuff is so disturbing and you know publicly he has you know left this uh terrorist organization but you know there are rumors that he is still supporting them financially i mean the connections are bad enough right it's in, yeah, and even, yeah. even if he's not doing it intentionally even if he is who knows whatever right it's it's still just like I discovered the O9A very easily when I was younger, just by like doing a quick Google search, right? I was literally just Googling satanic organizations and they came up and you can find works that they've published and shit. And it's, and it's horrifying. It's fucking horrifying. The, and it's stupid shit too. It's, it's like, it was written. It's, it was, it was like written by somebody with the, the maturity of a 12 year old and the, you know, the writing skills of a, of an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's disgusting. Everything they're doing is disgusting, and and being associated, and that's something we got to talk about too. Okay, um, because there are many occultists who whose books I have read, or content I have enjoyed, who I have just discovered are connected to this guy. Um, you know, I, I read um, "Drawing Down Belial" by Samantha Connolly, I believe is her name. And I thought it was an okay book. Read it a long time ago. Um, and it, anyways, I'm not going to start naming a bunch of names here, but I was shocked to find out how many people are attached to this guy in some way, shape or form. And, and you know, I, I understand if it's for money and commercial success, or maybe they just didn't know what kind of a psychopath he really is. Um, but, it, but yeah, it, I mean, it shook me to my core. To, to learn these things yeah i've uh, i've come across various leaked conversations today screenshots of messages uh, of people under the sort of become a living god umbrella people that uh, whose content i you know even books that i've purchased from them and books i've actually thoroughly enjoyed um, who none of which were by E.A. Coetti himself, but some parts, you know, he had co-written. Um, and I've come across group chat conversations, leaked messages today. And I can assure you some of them are well aware. Um, and it's so disappointing. I'm so disappointed. Like all of us who, who are embedded in the occult community and, and, and enjoy the occult community and, and occultism in general, I, I guarantee you, we all at very least know somebody that knows somebody that's attached to this somehow. 
It's a, it's huge. It's tremendously successful from what I can tell. Um, and, and there are many, 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 many authors and books and, and courses. And I mean, he's, and this, it's crazy because this is just what cult leaders do. He's built a little empire around it, you know? And so I feel like now, like I said, in the beginning, we, we have almost, almost a responsibility to deprogram and, and, you know, unentangle ourselves from this person um because and and you know gotta if if somebody's other is gonna take his side i mean you you take it and you go (laughs) you get the fuck away from me um and 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 hopefully get the fuck out of the overall occult community because you're dangerous Um, yeah I, i mean two women are dead Two women are are dead, like one town over from you. Yeah. Man, um, it's a tragedy, and it's it's horrifying. And it happened in in literally your backyard, and and in the in the backyard of everyone in the greater witchcraft community. Yeah, it hit me fucking hard when when I learned all this because and I really looked into this story because I'm not gonna lie initially when I was sent it I was like oh it's just some stupid kid fucking around with what they don't know and then I really looked into it and I was like fuck man this kid has been radicalized and I mean the the pact with Lucifuge Refical is right out of Coetting's work. Yeah. It's, it's right out of Coetting's work. Copy and, from the fucking book. And it's bullshit nonsense. I just mean that this is not real magic. This is this is LARPing. <laughs> this, this isn't how magic works. You can't just write down what you want on a piece of paper and, and then pretend some imaginary demon signed it and, and then go out and murder people. Like, clearly this person... <sighs> That's so sad because, oh man. It's you know, just, I, I don't know. Can you tell me? Cause I didn't research this. Like is, where is he on the spectrum? Like, I mean, is like how, how disturbed was this guy before being radicalized? How mentally well was he before being radicalized? Um, I think there was a statement from his, his dad saying that, you know, he was a pretty quiet kid that got it, gotten in on the wrong crowd or whatever, but like, you know, that's just a pretty standard response, I think. And I don't think that, I don't know, maybe who he was and, you know, this kind of, you know, introverted personality and maybe the people he was, hanging around with I don't know how much influence they had on him and his well-being and his mental state but um the judge uh, basically said that his autism doesn't justify what he did he's not that mentally unwell like he's not um he's not mentally unfit to start to stand trial um he was aware of what he was doing and um yeah, mental illness has been ruled out of this case. I mean, the the fucking thing was so ridiculous. It was right that the pact was 
that he would win the lottery <laughs> and uh, and so, and and something about a, a woman falling in love with him is that what it was i don't remember seeing that i just saw it for wealth for wealth, I just he's just saw trying it to win the lottery and winning the lottery and that he would sacrifice and, and six the, women and he six and he was writing down i'm going to murder six women i'm going to murder one woman per month until i win the lottery Mm-hmm. Listen to me as hard as you motherfucking can, people. That is not magic. That is not how magic works. And if somebody tells you that that's how magic works, that is a scam artist and say the fuck away from them. You, you're not going to win the lottery by paying some sorcerer to do some. It's not going to fucking happen. That's not magic. That's not how it works. Magic can, can manifest amazing things into your life. It's not going to be winning the lottery. It's just not. <laughs> and I just want to add as a demonologist that um, demons don't want human sacrifices. They don't even particularly want animal sacrifices. They don't like they don't favor death. Um, they don't favor favor favor. Um, they don't favor murder and um that is not how that is not how to do it you don't have to demonolatry is not extremist it's very straightforward really um it does not involve this kind of sacrifice it that- requires a sacrifice of the practitioner's time and energy that is as far as it goes. Okay. So I agree with you, but I want to add something to this because we, so specifically there are spirits that you and I both work with. We have like, I think like about half of our deities in common. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe beyond any shadow of a doubt that there are entities out there that, that do want human sacrifice, but those are not the entities that I work with. And those are not the mm-hmm. entities you work with. I'll tell you who they fucking are. Go back and watch my last podcast without hyperhumanity. It's Yahweh. Yahweh mm-hmm. is a deity that has demanded human sacrifice throughout time. 100%. There, there are evil deities out there. There are, <laughs> there definitely are, but they're not who you think they are because number one, they're smarter than you. Number two, they're more clever than you. And number three, they're ancient. And they've been doing this since the dawn of fucking time. They know how to trick you. Like I said, go watch my last podcast with hyperhumanity. We get, we talk all about it. But there are most certainly evil twisted entities out there who are responsible for, in my opinion, you know, and we're talking metaphysically now here, people. So like, I just want to take a, a quick to say this because I said it in my Discord today earlier. I am no guru. I am a tarot reader. And I am a student of the mysteries, just like all of you. That's all I am. Don't ever take anything I say as like the objective truth. Like find your own truth. I'm just talking about what I think, okay? And what I've experienced through my 20 years of being an occultist and, and you know, my own personal, unverified personal gnosis. That's what I'm talking about, okay? So don't just, you know, think for yourself, please. But I digress. There are entities out there that are responsible for the formation of dangerous cults. I definitely believe that. I definitely believe a lot of serial killers um, and cult leaders have had their minds reached into 
by some of the darker psychic forces that exist out there in the cosmos. But mm-hmm. clearly, whatever entity E.A. Kuetting is in league with is A, twisted his mind um, into the, the fucking piece of shit human being that he is and, and made him believe that he's a living God and all this other nonsense. Um, but it has, through him, harmed many other people. Yeah, he's, uh, I w- when I was doing my research, I was thinking, what fucking entity has influenced this because it's not mine? Yeah. It's and, not and, anything I've ever experienced. And that doesn't take away any of his responsibility in it. Nine, None no, whatsoever. Because I've had my spirit guides push me to do things before where I was nothing bad. But for example, starting this podcast, okay, they wanted me to do it a year before I actually did it. And I didn't do it because I was chicken shit. <laughs> you, you do not lose autonomy by being in contact with your spirit guides. You are still responsible for all of your own decisions. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think um, another point I wanted to make about EA Coetting is the kind of snake oil salesman, money hungry guy that he is. You know, like we were having a conversation about this the other day and you were saying how all of his content is like, buy my shit, basically. It's buy this, buy that. Everything is overinflated in value. He makes it look like it's discounted, but the price is still like extraordinarily like overpriced. And um. But with this hunger for money and success, I think he fails to do any kind of any kind of protection for his audience. Because I know that in my experience, um, when I work with people, I'm very careful about the knowledge that I share. I am very careful about, you know, how old they are. And I kind of assess their mental state. If I feel like they are mentally unstable in any way, I'm very careful and very boundaried. I will not work with people under a certain age, under 18. I will not work with minors. Um, I'm very selective. And I think where he's just so money motivated, any kind of harm reduction has just gone out of the window. He does not care to protect his audience. Um, this stuff is accessible to anyone, no matter what age or what mental state they're in. Yeah. You can, with a few clicks and you've got this content. And um, and can you imagine, you know, and, and this is really what happened because that, that uh, young man who committed these murders as a teenager, man, I remember being 16, 17, like, how easy it is to, to, to latch on to ideas at, at that period. Um, how easy it is to, to hyper-focus. Um, you know, I, I remember when we were, you know, 17, 18, 19, a lot of my friends got really into politics, like deeply and like passionate about politics. And I just didn't go that route. I got passionate about magic. Mm. Um, but you know, my point is you, 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 when you come across these ideas at that age, they are so powerful. If you're, you know, I'm 38 now. And, and at this point in my life, I'm jaded and I'm old and I read everything with skepticism. And I, 
I scrutinize everything, but you don't do that when you're a kid. You're like, oh my God, this is the fucking truth. Yeah. 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 Again, it's all about that. Um, that demographic. It's like, you know, I, the, the point that I made about harm reduction is kind of futile at this point because he wants to attract that demographic. Yeah. There's no thoughts about harm. She's, I guarantee you he he's laughing at everyone who ever gave him a dollar. Yeah. I actually have another quote from him. Let me pick my notebook up because I got a very interesting quote from him earlier on, basically admitting that he was a scammer. So his own words, and each one of you eats it up with a spoon, but what I'm feeding you is not really the answer or truth. I'm really just an entertainer, a snake oil salesman, a flimflam man. Well, there you have it. Word from the horse. There's, there's the truth. Wow, he wrote that. Yeah, he said it. It's a direct and, quote. Oh well, at least he admitted it. <laughs> I mean, I, gotta, I don't know if that was meant to be public. I don't know if that was meant to be leaked, but yeah. Well, there you have it, and I mean that's exactly it. That that is, he is a snake oil salesman. And getting back to what you were saying about um, the way he, he sells his, you know, it's, it's funny to me. This is one of the first things I noticed that I thought was really, really funny. Okay. He's, he's trying to sell you. He's trying to tell you like, I'm a living God, but look at the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just think this is fucking hilarious. I know it's a serious topic, but look at the set from which he records his videos it literally looks like he's in his mom's basement, like a gross, dingy uh, basement with fucking shit everywhere, like a broken TV over here. <laughs> Who would look at that and be like, yeah, I want to be just like that guy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, apparently, but it's these are the kinds of things you need to, to watch out for. You know, like, the, is, is this guy living the um life he's trying to sell you no fuck no he's he's making desperate youtube videos with a desperate scammer website desperately Mm -hmm. trying to get your money so to be like him is to be desperate yeah yeah Yeah, it's um i've run out of words to describe it at this (laughs) point it's just it's fucking insane and it's it's so concerning because I remember I was doing some research earlier in the year for um, like SEO for my own website. And um, when I was doing that research, it showed the websites that were most clicked on in in terms of like occultism and stuff. And his came up top. Yeah. So that just goes to show, you know, people who are looking for services for education for guidance for mentorship he his site is most likely going to be the one that comes up first you know and i'll be really happy when you google him and and, or google occultism and you don't see him anywhere because we just just gotta take out the trash (laughs) yeah it's a good start that his youtube channel um is isn't there at the moment um i actually watched a podcast with him 
the other day from another occultist that I followed did a podcast with him and he was like oh yeah my YouTube channel's just down for maintenance and I'm like it's not um <laughs> there was a uh, double murder in London that's been linked to you and as a result your uh, all of these platforms are now kind of thinking do we really want his content on our site so no your channel is not down for maintenance your videos didn't just suddenly get deleted and now they've all got to be re-uploaded and it should be up in a couple of weeks um yeah so again him just like covering covering it up but um yeah I I really hope that that shit doesn't I mean it probably will but I've I just I've I really hope it doesn't. Already experiencing um, what I call a second satanic panic um, due to the new age community and the love and light, you know, the the narcissistic love and light community. They're not all like that, by the way. Um, I have several friends who have new age beliefs who are not, you know, don't believe themselves to be the fucking chosen one. Um, (laughs) So it's not, but, but there, but that community has problems with uh with not understanding what's going on um talked about this again in the last podcast um they're they're essentially being tricked into a form of christian fundamentalism yeah um but but with with aliens um and we already have we're already under attack from them all the time all the time i mean every every viral video in that community is is about the luciferians well some of my closest friends are luciferian and they're wonderful people so fuck off with that stop it get get some education but god just it's sad to me it really makes me sad that it took a double murder for i mean that's what it took for me to notice this guy and how dangerous he is i I really wish we had picked up on it sooner as a community um i know that several people did there are many 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 videos on youtube about how dangerous he is it's just that you know, I, I personally have been studying occultism my whole life and, and I'm part of several occult circles and I just never heard of this dude, except for in passing, just I, like I said, saw one of his videos, thought, oh, that's cringy and moved on. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I didn't even think to look into him until the other day. I, uh, someone I follow on TikTok basically said she posted this thing and it was like, um, if you have anything to do with eocoetting, J.S. Garrett, anyone, but like become a living God, like get the fuck away from me. And um, she said, then she referenced this YouTube video, which is the one I sent to you. And um, I watched that and I linked it up with the Daniel Hussein murder. Um, and yeah, I slowly um, unraveled a lot of, of other things yeah i mean yeah now i am like shit you know because it could have happened to i mean like a lot of us could have potentially ended up associating with this guy not knowing not knowing and and i hope i really hope that some of the people who work with him now or, or who are listed on his website i mean hopefully they just didn't maybe they just didn't know I, I don't know, but I, I, I hope that they distance themselves from him, um, you know, and then uh, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, I hope that um, 
I hope that they do too, because uh, there were people under under that organisation that I did have a lot of respect for, and I've kind of lost that respect now, and it's really disheartening. And I hope that I hope that they can uh, have that truth revealed to them about who he really is. Yeah, hundred percent. So thank you for coming on and, and talking about this with me because I, 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 I had to talk about it. Like I just had to. Yeah, me too. Especially it being like so close to home, like quite literally, like, you know, half an hour drive from me. So um, yeah, it was just fucking by my mind. So yeah, thank you so much for asking me to come and talk about this with you. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this will be an ongoing story. I mean, this is going to affect the community for years and years and years. Um, you know, and, and I certainly from this point on, am going to uh, keep closer watch on, on what's going on here on YouTube and, and um, what's going on in, in these bigger occult circles that I, I'm not a part of and keeping an eye out for more aspiring cult leaders, because that shit's got to go. Um you know, after learning about this, even I, I went through my own discord and my own website and, and made sure like, am I, am I doing anything that's even vaguely similar to this? And if I, you know, I went and added another disclaimer to my website um, under services. Um, you know, I just, it, it's so important for the integrity of the occult community that, no, that no one engages in these kinds of practices, you know, yeah. um, or we're going to go right back to a world where where you know psychic services are illegal and you know burn the witch yeah yeah and uh, i hope I, not but yeah it's not out of the realms of possibility really no it's it's not it's it's really not because if there i mean if there are people like him out there doing harm like this dyra thank you so much for being on the show um and thank you so much for having me yeah to all you out there we'll keep you posted um yeah good night